the week that was with Joe Palmisano. We are filling up here at the Irish Pub and Grill here in uh, on Hills and Dales Road. You know, it's funny. I was thinking, of Denny, about the uh, Notre Dame Navy game, and I look back when when I was coaching at the University of Akron, we went and played Navy, um, and. When you walk in the stadium and the, and the midshipmen walk in, it's unbelievable. But around the stadium, you know like most stadiums have all their players? At Navy Stadium, they have all their battles throughout the years, throughout the decades and centuries. They have like Iwo Jima up there. They have all these. And I was joking to the coaches when we were warming up. because. <laughs> that sheet's leaving that now. And they um, they had all the names of the battles, and I was joking to the coaches saying, our players think that they think those were names of players. <laughs> they don't understand the, the magnitude. And that goes kind of hand in hand with what we look at today with the Massel-McKinley game. When it goes back, I was saying all the historical things. I mean, cotton candy wasn't even invented. You know, the, the, all these things. When this game started, there was – Masson was 26 years old. Canton was was 56 years old. This was just – they were playing – a touchdown was four points in this game. I mean, that's how far this goes back and the tradition that it goes back in. And I want to welcome uh, at the table now. We've been having a, a, kind of a revolving door with all of us here. But Frank Salona is here. Denny Kincaid is sitting with me, and and we're also joined by Kenny Rhoda. And thank you guys for coming and being here. I sure. want the scrambler. Oh, you <laughs> got to get it. It is very, very good. I'm ordering a scrambler to go. I'll take it to the stadium. Well, when you, when you, you get it, you I'll tell you what, you won't finish. It took me two segments <laughs> to finish it. <laughs> It is unbelievable, yeah, folks, and you got to get this. Uh, you need to get in here and uh, partake in what they've got because these specials, usually when you get specials, there's like a little bit of eggs, a little bit of sausage. I mean, these are meals, folks. Yeah, and these guys don't necessarily do breakfast normally. Oh, they don't? No. No, they but open I, like at 11. But, but I'll tell you what, that's pretty good for someone who doesn't do it normally. Yeah, they need to do it more often. Yes. I tell you what, it's good. What do you What do you guys think about? Um, I, I wanted to ask you this, Frank, because you grew up in, in Sandy Valley. Yeah, in Waynesburg. Yeah, in Waynesburg. And and what was your first? Did you know about Massillon McKinley when you were there? Because we have a tendency to kind of live in a little bubble yeah. in our neighborhood. You know, honestly, no. Uh, I, I mean, we knew about them, but uh, you know, we we didn't. Uh, participate in, in what's going on here today and in years past because we I mean, we had our own we had you know back in the day we were in the senate league back when i was in school and we were playing minerva that was our big rivalry back mm-hmm. then minerva was in the senate league and and uh you know those were the things that we were doing back then we didn't uh, necessarily come to masslin or or mckinley for this game i mean some people may have but i remember as a kid more the mckinley side of it and it was more mckinley basketball because i used to come up to the uh, all city night for basketball. Okay. And but not so much football. It, it was it was more you know we focused more down at our end. Yeah. You know for football, but uh, no, I mean, and, and I moved here in '99. Uh, my family we moved in a in a house here in, in Maslin, 
and you know, I started working for WHBC back in '93. So that's kind of when I really got okay. into it, you know, with with JJ and and the guys, and and uh, so I got you know his baptism by fire at that first year. You know, Frank, you're working the Madison McKinley game. Okay, yeah. uh, I didn't know anything about it. Uh. So uh, so yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was great, and I've loved it ever since. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. It is you know like I I'm the same way. I didn't even know we didn't come down here. You know, from North Akron, Mm-mm. it was like you live in your own little bubble and you don't think about these places. And then all of a sudden, boom. Kenny, you're, you you grew up in Pittsburgh. Western so. Pennsylvania, yeah. yeah. Grew up there, and I went to Springdale High School. We lost 36 games in a row over a three-year period. Ooh. So we didn't have any rivals. We weren't any good. <laughs> so when, when I, I got to experience, uh, ERS, whatever, when I got to experience this, this is my fifth straight game, all right? totally blew me away tailgating before a high school football game not just like a few people playing uh, cornhole and yeah. eating hot dogs we're talking kegs of beer buses and, and everything at Maslin. i don't see that at mckinley but when it's at Maslin, we yeah. see that everywhere I, I went by there today on my way here yeah. i had to go past paul brown tiger stadium there were at least 20 rvs and huh? tents really Absolutely. and that was at about 8 30 what time did i get here nine o'clock yeah and that's where we're going to be today with the alt care stadium show from 12 to 2 we're going to be on that side of the field with the tailgater so i'm going to leave here in about 10 minutes yeah get over there to we'll uh, you know claim our spot <laughs> and everything but for me to hear kenny peterson who played at mckinley won a state championship played in the mckinley maslin game as well as the ohio state michigan game to say the McKinley-Maslin game is a bigger game, a bigger rivalry than Michigan and Ohio State. Wow. That's, that puts it in perspective for you right there. He really does. said that? Yes. Well, for, oh Jay, for JT, not for me. Not, not for you. <laughs> but, yeah, so what, when they comment like that, and Tom McDaniels, we had him on the show earlier this week. You know, he talks about uh, the, the pressure of coaching, you know, in the game. And how about this? Tom McDaniels beat Maslin 11 times. Yeah. 11 times the most wins. I didn't realize that. Most wins by a, a coach against Maslin. 11, you know, in, in the rivalry. So to hear these guys and Sean Crable and Devin Jordan, who were on with us, as well as Justin Zwick, talk about this rivalry as better or on equal playing field as Michigan, Ohio State, which I always thought was the greatest rivalry in all of sports, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. You know, it's funny because I travel – quite a bit for work and then i also volunteer for the pro football hall of fame and when these hall of famers come in and when i'm traveling for work people you know they ask me where are you from you know canton ohio i actually live in maslin and, it's, and it doesn't matter i can say canton or maslin and and they know they go oh the big rivalry there the football rivalry and and this these are people from california from you know arizona wow. and uh, it's amazing in fact one time i ran into uh, i was out in vegas and i ran into pete rose he was out there and and in one of those uh, you know uh, card shops and things, and we were talking, and he asked me where I was from. He knew the rivalry like he had gone here. You know why? He knew everything about it. He would bet on he it. He was every betting year. on it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's why Pete Rose, because you can get a line on this game. Exactly. Eight to ten points is the spread really? in favor of Maslin. Is, is yeah. The, is that the line today? That betting line in Vegas? That was what I heard from JT yesterday. He has a guy. Because he, he has a guy, and he said eight to ten points is the the spread yeah. on this game, depending on who you bet on. And, and that's wow. the only high school game. That Vegas puts odds on. It is, really? It is. Yeah. Uh, of every high school in the United States, that's the only one. That's how important this is. Yeah, it's huge, Joe. And it's it's great. To, I mean, think about it. They, the players talk about playing in it. 
how lucky are we to be a part of it as media members to cover yeah. the game, do the yeah. game live as it's happening, seeing maybe history before our very eyes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, today, I, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Do I think Maslin's the favorite? Absolutely. I've had them. Ken's top ten at whbc.com. Yeah. All yeah. year they've been number one. Yeah. And nobody's knocked them but off. But you know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In this game, I, I don't know if it ever plays out exactly how I think. And, and I'm going to say this. I, I think if you'd look at it on paper, I think Maslin's probably favorite. They're 9-0 right. versus 8-1, the whole thing. I mean, but I think, I, I do think, Matt, I still say this. McKinley, when they're rolling, they are hard to defend. They're so, who pick your poison. I mean, if they're running the football, and that's one of the things I think hurt them last week against Perry, right. is they, they stopped running the football or trying to run the football. But when they combine Garrett with Woody, with Curtis, and all the different people in that, in that offense, they're hard to stop. Now, Masson has got to be able to run the football. I think the team that runs the football is going to win this football game, that runs it consistently. But, but I don't know, can you really pick a team in a game like this? Here's what I'll say. Of the five years that I've been a part of this game, to me, today's matchup, Maslin is the favorite, and it's the most impressive team of either McKinley or Maslin I've seen in five years. So if I, if I were to pick, like, okay, this is the game where I think somebody wins by double digits, I would say this year Maslin wins by double digits. Yeah. I just think they're that good coming off the Final Four appearance, the experience, the motivation, the offseason they've had. Uh, Ford's out. Uh, with, with an injury, he's not playing any. Pfeiffer's out, he's not, but they still have other kids that just yeah. step in. And, and I'll see your uh, Curtis and Garrett and and uh, raise Woody, me what? And I'll raise you a Morgan, <laughs> a Ballard, Thomas. a Thomas, and a Longwell. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, is it going to be? Yes. I think I said this on my show. I think in order for McKinley to win today, they have to play the game that Perry played against them. No turnovers, no penalties, yeah. and score touchdowns, not field goals. That's how I think they can win That's today. That's a great point. Yeah. And, and the thing, just to add to that, Kenny, you've got to keep the football away from this Maslin offense. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, with Aiden Longwell, he can score any time. Jameer Thomas can break one at any time. So if your best defense today is your offense, yeah. you've, got yeah. to, you've got to keep the football away from them. T.O.P., time of possession. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I would agree. Yeah. Well, for me, you know, being the numbers guy, statistics really go out the window in this because the numbers are almost equal when you look at at the grand scheme of it. For me, the only thing I I see as a big difference is the wide receiver size for Maslin versus the corners and safety size of McKinley's. I mean, you're talking 6'2", 6'6", and going against five seven five nine. I must say two. I mean, I must say two words that that could make a difference in this football game. Kyrie Woody. Yeah, that kid is a is a bona fide big time yes. difference maker. And if he gets free a couple times, he can make a difference. He could turn a five yard run into a sixty. Dan needs to get him the ball every which way he can. I agree. Jet yeah. sweeps, handoffs, bubble screens, slants, go patterns, uh, you know, back shoulder throw. Mm-hmm. Just get he might be 
the best football player on the field. And that's saying a lot when Morgan's getting Division One offers and uh, Ballard's getting D1 offers. Longwell's got a D1 baseball, but I'm hearing now some football teams are looking at, yeah. at Longwell to try and convince him maybe to play football. And Jameer Thomas is the all-time leading rusher at Maslin, the all-time leading rush, rushing touchdown scorer at Maslin. And I would, if I'm picking one guy to start my team of either of these two teams in this game, I'm taking Kyrie Woody. I agree. And you know what? I'm, you know I'm not a big guy in individual. Right. I, I don't like talking about individuals. I like talking about teams, especially at high school. But Kyrie Woody sticks out ooh, like a sore thumb. He Every game that I've seen him in has been uh, ele- electrifying. I mean, absolutely amazing the way this kid plays. And, and he could be the difference today in special teams on getting a five-yard run and turning it into a touchdown, the whole thing. And you're right. Dan needs to get him the ball. we got to step aside real quick. We'll be back at the Irish Pub and Grill on Hills and Dales Road in Maslin as we get you ready for the 129th version of the Maslin-McKinley War. We are back at the Irish Pub and Grill on Hills and Dales. Plenty of – thank you, Dale – Plenty of uh, specials. I'll tell you what, the food is unbelievable, folks. Yeah, it is. And it's only till 11, so you better get your breakfast. Then there's all kinds of specials afterwards, and they're going to have 25% off all appetizers for the rest of the day. Nice. You got buckets of beer, but I'm telling you what, I had the scrambler, and it was Come. absolutely unbelievable. It was great. Come see Erica. Yeah, Erica's at the bar. See Erica's Erica at, at the, the bar. bar. <laughs> Hi, Erica. She's not busy. Hi, Hi, Erica. Erica. Telling hey. everybody to come see you today. <laughs> I gotta say this. Jr. said, Jr. said yep. that the dog pound is going to overtake the Steelers tomorrow. Hmm? That's what he said. I'm saying this for Jr. What? Jr. Right there. Jr. thinks oh, that's going to happen. Jr. thinks that's good gonna luck happen. with that. Jr. We'll see how it, how it plays out on Sunday afternoon with Big Ben and the boys rolling. Big Ben. How about his Sandy Valley Cardinals, Joe? I know. I got yeah. They got the hat on and everything. <laughs> Salone is wearing that hey, hat proudly today. Absolutely. I slept with this on last did night. Did you really? I uh, did. What would your wife think? <laughs> she was in the other room. <laughs> is, it, is it the Cardinals or the Cardinal? Cardinals. The Cardinals. bird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the I, color. Now, this is, is this second year? Did they make it last yeah. year? Uh, two years ago. What's two years ago. Sandy Valley. Yeah. Two yeah, years 2000, ago. Uh, 2015, I think, yeah. was the year. Okay. Three years ago. Yeah, so it's a yeah. big deal. It is, I tell you, man. <laughs> We're not used to this. I mean, you know, we, we never made the playoffs until the first time back in 2015, and wow. uh, and well, uh, and it's the first league title for Sandy Valley in like since 1956. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good for them. Really I'm so proud of Brian Gamble and the job he's done down there. It's been oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh my, I mean, and and it's, it's brought the community together too. I mean, it's of you course. know, it's so many people now go to the games and. You know, show up at the at the pep rallies, and now you know making it into the into the playoffs. I mean, wherever we go, I think it's going to be in in Lebray, Lebray, Levisburg, Lebray. I, I think that's where we're going to be. But uh, look out, there's going to be a, a caravan of uh, of Cardinals going there. Well, and, and this run for them isn't going to stop here. I mean, their quarterback Cameron Blair, nope. one of the other super sophomores in this county. That's and he is mm. superb. I yeah. mean, over almost he forty is. touchdown passes. This season alone. Think him. about the quarterbacks in Stark County this year oh, yeah. and what they've done. Mm-hmm. Jalen Curtis at, at McKinley, Aiden Longwell Jr., yeah. uh, you know, at, at Connor Maslin. Ashby. Connor Ashby, Hoover. I mean, last night, I feel bad for Hoover. 
because that, that with their record and the teams that they've defeated, they deserve to be in the playoffs. They, they miss out by .1 or .2 or something like yeah. that. I feel. And for Jackson, too, what a hell of a game that was last night uh, at Robert Fife. 42-35, you know, yeah. and, and I told John Bazika this. I had a chance to speak to the seniors from Jackson um, at their uh, senior steak fry, and they were honoring the 65 team last night at Jackson uh, High School, which went 10-0-0, first team to do that at Jackson, and they went 10-0-0 by beating Hoover that year on a screen pass on the final play of regulation. And guess how Hoover beat Jackson last night? On a screen pass. On a screen yeah. pass, yeah. Uh, not on the final play, but still on a screen pass. So uh, kudos to the some of the teams that didn't make it. They deserved to, but unfortunately with the computer system, Jackson, Hoover, and some of them come up just a little bit short. You yeah. know what's funny is that week two when I talked to Brian Baum, I said, how much do you think about playoffs and how many wins do you think you need? And he said, I'm going to be honest with you. We could go 5-5 five and five and make the playoffs, or we could go 7-3 and three and miss the playoffs. Yeah, so. Did. He knew early yep. in the year that it was going to take everything they needed. It's tough. It is tough. And, and you know, but but you got to look at some of the teams like Hoover, like Jackson. You talk about Jones at Louisville, the oh, quarterback, yeah. who's a junior. He'll right. be back next year. I mean, there's some really good players coming back. And, and then, uh, you know, you look at some of the teams as they start to build and they start to get better. The competition, Stark County this year didn't let up at all. No, it didn't. Think about Perry. There's another team that that should be in the playoffs. They're eight and two, and they're not going to the playoffs. I was I was thinking too. How difficult is it going to be next weekend when we have to decide which the all county team as well? Oh, that yeah, the all county team. The quarterback. There are so many talented kids. John John and I talked about too. The quarterbacks. You could could have about seven quarterbacks on the list this year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's eliminate offensive line. Yeah, there you go. I know who the coach should be. Yeah. All right, we'll be back at the Irish Pub and Grill on uh, Hills and Dales Road across from Progressive Chevrolet. It's getting packed here, folks. People are getting ready for this game. We'll be back right after this. And along with Dan Belford, John and our, Bizzica, and our, our buddy, Jr. JR says the Browns are going to win, right? And he also said the Tigers are going to win. The Tigers are going to win. He's got his Tiger hoodie on. You there ready? You go. Ready for the game? All right, Jr. Correct the mundo. G-I-G! 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 Let me get that in there. M-C-K! Oh. <laughs> See, I didn't know that was coming. We're supposed to wear Kevlar when that yeah, happens, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Sorry. Get under the table quick. I just thought, I wonder if I get anything. Yeah, great. We need to get an escort out of here. I now, know, sir. No. <laughs> starting controversy all right you look at this this game as we as we kind of wrap this up and get ready for the all care stadium show at noon with kenny and haas and the and the rest of us who stop in if you look at this game what are the keys and i'm gonna go around the table and john i'm gonna start with you with what are the keys of this game as you see it today i think the biggest key is if mckinley can be disciplined today their biggest issue all year has been penalties. They turned the ball over last week, a lot against Perry. It was, the I think, the first time they lost the turnover margin this entire year. So, I mean, how many times have we seen it this year where McKinley will be driving down the field and they shoot themselves in the foot by way of penalties? So, mm-hmm. against a good Tiger team today, 
they can't do that. And if there's a recipe for it, which I don't believe there is, find a way to make Jameer Thomas's life difficult today. Because if Jameer Thomas goes over 100 yards, to me that smells a, a poor afternoon for the Bulldogs. Good point. I think run the football both sides. We saw against Perry how they abandoned the run game when it was working for them, and that allowed Perry really to have opportunities uh, to get back in for McKinley. So Garrett needs more touches. We know Jameer's going to get his. You know, we focused so much on Jameer last year. He had the 42-carry game. Um, He's had one game, two games over 20 carries this year. Most of the games have been around 16 carries a game. Now, grant you, a lot of times he's not in the, the game after the third quarter. But they have found even more balance, and they have struck more balance than they have last year in terms of passing and and more weapons on offense and him running the ball. Pfeiffer runs the ball effectively. We see some good things there. I'm really interested in in the skill as far as special teams, both sides tonight, Uh, with Kyrie Woody, with Ballard and the kids for punt returns and kick returns for Maslin. And I think Dan Reardon really simplified it when he said, we, we talked so much about the offensive numbers in this game. Don't look past the defenses of these teams. They will come at you, and they will make life difficult on, on the defensive side of the ball. So I think defense has to come out. Both sides make a statement today, and that will determine in many ways who's going to walk away with the bell today. Dave? Uh, I've had a chance to hear Nate Moore every week on our high school TV program, his coach's show. He says the same thing every week keys to the game for Maslin every single week consistently. Stop the run. He wants to make McKinley a, a one a one way attack. Right. Run the ball ourselves and win the turnover battle. Yep. He said it he said it every week verbatim. <laughs> so I know that's the Maslin perspective and if, if they do that they'll win. And that's gotta be McKinley's too. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, right. Absolutely. The thing, they want to stop the run. They gotta stop Jameer Thomas. They have to stop uh, they have to uh, be able to run the ball. Right. And I think that's one thing. That's the reason they lost to, to Perry last week. I think they did not have a consistent effort to run the football. And when it was working, that's when they abandoned it right. and tried to almost outthink themselves in the game, exactly. trying to get special uh, skill and space when they really didn't need to at times in that game. And you had talked about that. Yeah, they need to run the ball, mm-hmm. and they, they need to make an effort to run the ball. And then open up other things and then get Kyrie Woody the ball. Yeah. Is, is, Kyrie Woody should have 20 touches today. That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. Is there an X factor, maybe other than Kyrie Woody, or, or is Woody to you guys the X factor in this game? In my mind, he's the best player on the field. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. he is the most explosive player on the football field. He's the guy who sticks out at you. And if you, if you didn't know any of the teams – and you didn't know what you were doing, and you didn't know anything about it, he would stick out at mm-hmm. you. He's, he's that good of a football player. And they need to get him the ball as often as they can, in as many ways they can. Screens, hitches, five-yard routes, because he could turn, I said this, he could turn a five-yard route. He is the difference maker on the field today. And most of his big plays that we witnessed this year have been basically short routes, five, eight yards, that he turns into 35, 40-yard games. Yeah. He's that type of kid. I, I'm so impressed with Elijah Curtis. As a matter of fact, I had emailed uh, uh, Denny Kincaid, our, our, our stat guy. Uh, when I looked at his season numbers, he's thrown one interception all year. It's the game yeah. we did, the pick six against Lake. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I, I, I was stunned that, you know, with that many attempts. That he, so, he, obviously, he's smart. He takes care of the ball. He does. And, that, and he's going to have to have a big game today. And, and you really? questioned Denny Kincaid well, on the numbers. That's that a whole other story. That was a tough is his? <laughs> 
I know. Is Elijah Curtis's performance today more important than Aiden Longwell's performance? Yes. I think so. I do. Yeah. Because everything goes it's – it's a little bit different. You, you look at the offenses, there is more put on Curtis's plate than Aiden Longwell. And I will say this because everything goes through him. It's, it's reads, it's all that stuff. Whereas basically Maslin, you know, Aiden Longwell gets the ball, he's putting it in Jameer Thomas's stomach. And he's running the football. Mm-hmm. Now, Aiden Longwell's going to have to complete passes, and, and there's no doubt that he can do that. But if you look at, at Curtis, Elijah Curtis is responsible for everything runs through him. Mm-hmm. The read, the option, the, the, the uh, uh, option read that he gets, all those things. Who he's throwing to, I think they run the true, uh, what's that called now, the, the uh, option pass. Where they oh, play, RPO? The RPO. The run-pass option. I don't yeah. even know RPO, yeah. The RPO. And so he's responsible for a lot of those things. So I think Curtis, is. there's more lying on his shoulder. Let me ask you guys this. The weather today, is that an advantage for anybody? I, I was just going to say this because I think last year not enough was put into how important special teams became because of the weather last year. It was a sloppy day again, Mm -hmm. and from what I remember, both teams punted the ball with great regularity last year. Scoring points Mm -hmm. was a difficult thing, Mm -hmm. and and in today's weather, the last two years, McKinley has had opportunities on special teams to go ahead late in the games, and they haven't been able to convert. So, you know, you talk about offense, you talk about defense. Well, the past two years, McKinley missed field goals late in the games that could have put them ahead. So, winning that you know, winning the turnover battle is obviously key, but switching that field position, keeping your punters active in today's game and making sure that you flop field position on a sloppy day can be a big thing. Well, I was going to – I wanted to hear both you guys about you know, your – I don't think it matters. Okay. I, I no, think- and I look at it this way. Two of the last three years have been a dry field, and it's been low-scoring contests. Right. It's just two teams that are going to get after it. We have the, the, the distinct privilege of being behind the mic today. To cover this game, and I, I can't wait. You know, if this were the old days and this was mud, then it's a whole different there story. You go. Yeah. But, there you go. But we've got the same field. We've got a dry field. We've got a field that's not going to be a problem. It's it's a little wet, but it's going to be sticky. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so I don't think I don't see it being a big deal. We're going to come back and wrap this whole thing up. The 129th meeting of Maslin and McKinley, Paul Brown Tiger Stadium. We are at the Irish Pub and Grill on Hills and Dales Road in Maslin. Stay tuned. East Canton. All right, we're getting ready to leave here at uh, the Irish Pub and Grill on Hills and Dales. However, however, the specials continue all day. They will have the games on the TV. The game will be on the TVs here at the Irish Pub and Grill. If you're not going to the stadium, come out here. They've got unbelievable specials that continue all day. They've got 25% off all appetizers all day. After 11. After after 11. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to the game, you don't have a ticket, it's sold out, I heard. And so if you don't have a ticket, come down to the Irish Pub and Grill. I don't know know if it's officially sold out, but it's very likely that it will be. I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to say. Oh, they said it was sold out. I know there's there's very you few tickets. It. Left. You, you just said it. it. So I did they not. Oh, okay. said it. <laughs> they said it. 
Dave Sheets. It's a guarantee. Is, Dave hey, Sheets. you guys remember that one time when Dave Sheets said the Mass and McKinley game was sold out? <laughs> he just said it. it he's an It insider. seems like minutes ago, but it could be years ago. <laughs> he's got oh, inside yeah. information yeah. that's already sold out. Right, right. All right, Dave, you oh, I was, ask a I was going to ask, you know, we focus on offense, we focus on defense, and, and all the experts say football's three units working as one. Does any team today have a clear advantage with special teams, no. in your opinion? No, I don't think so. Okay. I really no. don't. All right. I'm just, just curious I, about I that. I let you do that, but Other I than they're, they're, yeah. answer with yeah. one word. They're, they're both talented, and they both have game breakers, so it's going to be fun. All right. So do you see both punters and kickers trying to basically put it on the ground or kick away from the, the big return guys No, for both teams? I, I think no? both of them do a pretty good job of covering. Uh, I think they're both pretty disciplined. This place is getting, it's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't wait to get over. Well, beer buckets at 8 in the morning, oh, you'll do that. There I'm you gonna, go. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. You got, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me your prediction. Oh, goodness. John? For the game? Yeah. No, for the, for the weather. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't sure what you were. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to keep going. <laughs> I'll give the five-day forecast because I'm deflecting on this. So I think just due to depth as a whole and the fact of, of how many weapons they have, I, I think Maslin is just going to be too much for McKinley to handle today. And uh, I'm going to say that the Tigers win by about two touchdowns this afternoon. I, I just don't think I don't think McKinley has enough to sustain a full effort for four quarters. I think Massling keeps coming at you in waves, and I don't think McKinley has seen a team like that this year. Not so fast, my friend. All right, go ahead, Dan. What about home field advantage? Does home field advantage have no. anything? No, I don't think so. We've seen too many times the, the oh, team yeah. wins. That's the, the other best part of the rivalry. Yeah, it? it is because you're amongst the friends, if you will, you know, <laughs> from both communities. And I've never really seen in this game a, a, an advantage for home field rivalry. I really haven't. So, Dave, your turn. No, <laughs> I, I kind of leaning with John on this. I, I, I think from what we have seen now, the other side is I, I think the tested schedule more. Maybe McKinley with some of the federal league competition. Uh, you throw out East St. Louis and some of the other teams Masson has played. Now, give it, give them credit, man. That's a team they beat and went toe to toe and outscored them. That was fantastic. But I just like. I, I like the run-pass combination and how disciplined they are with it and not getting so reliant on one thing. So I'm going to go Tigers. Dave? I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I'll give Maslin the edge. Uh, I, I, I'm going to, and, and literally, I'm not doing this because I'm trying to be politically correct. I, have no, I don't know if you could predict this game ever. That's why we didn't want to do it. Well, I made you. Okay, I know. I made you, but I, 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 uh, I, w I would agree. If Maslin runs on all cylinders, if Maslin does what it has, what they have done all year, it will be hard to beat McKinley. My, my caveat to that is, if McKinley sticks to the run, commits to the run, and then does play action passes with Woody and gets him involved and gets him. 15 to 20 touches today somehow that could be a difference in this football mm -hmm. game because he's that explosive i yeah. think the one other thing to watch with mckinley is two years ago the last time this game was at maslin if you remember dan reardon ran all types of odd formations that day like that's right five wides to one side and running you know 
odd power plays out of the gun that the hadn't run all year, putting players in the backfield yeah. that he hadn't all year. I remember so that. He's known for taking this game and pulling all stops and always throwing a couple plays that no one has seen before. Even on the two-point conversion last year, Sio right. Sapaia was the one who scored on that. Right. So he'll pull out all stops. I'm just looking forward to the atmosphere. Oh, yeah, always. I'm looking forward to the stadium. I'm looking forward to going in. Fans are getting ready. Both sides are going to be extremely excited. It has been a blast to be here at uh, the Irish Pub and Grill in Massillon. and they have treated us so well here yeah. tonight today and the food was unbelievable again it continues folks it continues you just keep come if you're not don't have a ticket to the game come here watch the game specials all day all kinds of things going on dave sheets dan bell thank you joe john bazika thank joe. you so much Thanks, for being here denny kincaid have a great game everybody go team Team. The week that was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480 WHBC.